This is Inanda Joy. And I'm Valerie. And we welcome you to the practice of living from your heart while finding oneness in duality. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Ding. And the Where's angels bell? sing. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Hey, we're a week out from Thanksgiving. Can you believe it? What is Thanksgiving? Right? Is that a holiday that we celebrate? <laughs> I know. Strange. It's, yeah, strange. This time of year is, is strange. This year has been strange. And then it's like this culmination of wrapping up the end where everything should be celebratory and joyful and families and connection. And, and it's kind of being squashed by fear and all sorts of things. And it's just unfortunate for those who choose to, you know, it's everything's a choice, but mm-hmm. there's still that. I mean, it's still held in the Kaipacha in the collective. Yeah. It's still, you know, yeah. it's still there regardless if you're paying attention to what's happening in the media or not. Yeah. Still restrictions with travel and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We're traveling. Oh, I'm yeah, excited. Florida. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Super excited to get into some sunshine. Are they still unrestricted? Like they don't have any restrictions on their state? Well, my girlfriend there that we're, we're going to visit some new friends mm. that live there. She said that you don't have to wear masks anywhere. Like it's. Yeah. They removed all the restrictions yeah. a couple months ago, which is yeah. so refreshing. Well, I think it's been that way all along but maybe they made it official so yeah they i know when my sister traveled out there for fall break right before disney world yeah yeah they had they had just removed the restrictions because they were doing what every other state was doing Mm -hmm. and they removed it all other than they did inside a disney world you had to wear a mask yeah that's what i thought yeah yeah she said it was a pain because it was hot and then you're wearing a mask all day and it was just like oh my gosh yeah and then trying to social distance in a line at disney world can you imagine dude so i totally i watched (laughs) so when i had my surgery i binge watched Grey's anatomy and i fin you know i finished it and it's like oh the new season's out and so i go to turn it on and you, you know you kind of have your shows that you're like oh yeah but the whole first episode is I mean it says uh, it's essentially COVID because Grey's Anatomy is a hosp- yeah. hospital and I was like I cannot watch this yeah dun, dun, dun. yeah so I'm Done like well, I guess that. we're turning that off yeah I've I seen that really disappointed yeah I've seen that pop up in um tv shows and movies and uh. yeah <laughs> we are we experiencing are technical, technical difficulties. <laughs> Rolling with it. Well, I think I'll just good. keep it there. Yeah. Oh, anywho, sorry, we just had a weird technical difficulty. So hopefully, we, what were we even talking about? You and your bubble. Oh yeah, yeah. Just being in my Val's always bubble. in her bubble. Always. I, love that. I know. So disconnected from the crazy. But it said the computer just said that. Something was too slow. System override. <laughs> system is overloaded. Yes, system, we are overloaded. <laughs> That's funny. Um, anyway, and then like I get out in the world and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it is the is this a Twilight Zone? I know right it's like now? some dystopian novel that's or yeah. show that's been I know living out. Yeah. <sighs> Any hers. Yeah. So what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? We're just going to go over to my sister's. Nice. Yeah, and keeping it simple. I'll probably have my daughter, but the rest of my kids are supposed to be with their with the dad. Mm, anyway, yeah. should be should be super fun. Family time. Yeah. I get I get along really well with my sister, so it's a good thing. I know we were who oh, because I was just in the 
medicine wheel and they were talking about really we need to do medicine wheel over the holidays that's the time you need it the most because that's when all your family stuff pops for most people <laughs> uh-huh. you know not everybody but i just thought that was funny yeah yeah we're doing dinner tomorrow night doing uh, dinner we're making dinner for our kids tomorrow cute. night nathan and i so because oh, neither fun. of us have them on thanksgiving it's tomorrow friday yes i think so <laughs> oh goodness thanks yeah so that'll be that'll be fun this will be our second um dinner gathering with the blended family mm, so with minus nice. a couple there's a couple kids that won't be there but yeah yeah it's fascinating <sighs> and fun so what's up for you what's up for me i know we're like we're not sure what we want to talk about yeah so well, we like just talk said, about real life yeah i've been in my world um my own little world like i mentioned i think last week or the week before i had a pipe break and a, some significant water damage in my basement, which water damage is my least favorite to do. Do you have with. a favorite? Is fire better? Oh, well, good point. <laughs> good point. It, well, consistently over time, it seems like that's what I water. always get to work with, which yeah. is an, a fun element, water. Um, but the cool thing is, is there's some things I wanted to do in the basement in support of these dreams I'm calling in that I'm consciously speaking into the collective, into the uh, creative, create, creative matrix. Like um, and so it took a little reframe for me to take something that was so stressful and put it into, oh, this is actually really supportive because now this insurance. Is in service of what you yeah, were asking for. Yeah, exactly. And insurance is paying to replace carpet in two of the spaces and I need my carpet downstairs is disgusting because my kids are very rough I was gonna call (laughs) them a not so nice name but anyway so I'm getting paid to replace the carpet and part of it and we're framing out a bedroom to help Nathan's kids have a space yeah yeah a new flooring and like it's gonna be such a good Mm. energetic upgrade to the house so yeah a little bit reframe with something that was causing so much stress in my world so much stress I feel like that's something that um I know especially this last week it was something I had to not had to I got to witness a little bit more with my own thoughts of some things that were transpiring in class and how, like stopping myself and asking, how is this in service? How is this in service? What, mm-hmm. all right, show me what I need to learn here or mm-hmm. what what I'm asking to receive here. And like your story, I, I feel like, because we do think we can control our outcome or how, you know, the visionary, okay, this is the, this is what, this is my picture perfect of what I want everything to look like. And if it, if it doesn't look like that, or if we're going down that path, we're unable to like look to the right or the left and see, oh my gosh, actually this pipe bursting ended up being a really, a really great thing mm-hmm. and was totally in service, mm-hmm. even though I'm like, wait, that's in service. Yeah. And it's like, yep, that's in service. Yeah. And I feel like there's, um, you know, especially in the work that I do, it's always, okay, why did you attract that? Because I'm, no- I'm doing this with some issues personally. Yeah. Um, why did you attract that? And what are the gifts? What are you asking to learn? What are you receiving from it? And um, I think that that's, that is a beautiful practice to do in pretty much any situation that feels that we bump up against, that yeah. feels hard, that feels, you know, right now, if you're stressed out or you're having more anxiety, you know, why are you attracting that? Is it, you know, what is it that you feel like you can't control? Because I would bet there's a control piece popping for a lot of people right now. I think that's a collective 
a collective thing that mm-hmm. most people are experiencing on some level or another, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and really go into it, be vulnerable and open up to what, what is asking to yeah. be had there. Well, I feel in a really big picture, we're being asked to let go of control, right? Yeah, because that 100%. is such a shadow side of the third chakra, which I feel collectively we've been stuck at, especially in the United States. It's mm-hmm. all about control, right? Mm-hmm. Power, power over others. And um, letting go of control and here comes water element, right? I'm going to carry you and hold you and you can either fight and keep trying to control this or you can just ride the wave and have fun. Like that's been a big shift for me. Do I want to work or do I want to play? Uh-huh. I want to play. With the flow. Yeah, I want to play. Like, See how life unfolds. Why not? That soul's journey. Yeah, even yeah. when it looks like a shit show, just take a step back. You don't Breathe. have to be in the shit show. Mm. You can if you mm-hmm. want. Maybe go play in it. See how that feels. Probably <laughs> smells shitty. For a minute and then go, wait a minute. Yeah. I don't want to be in here. This sucks. Yeah. And it's not not my, what, what is it? Not my circus, not my monkeys. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Because really on a big level, how much is going to change in our daily life, regardless of what happens on this drama that's being played out? Oh, as far as like the pieces that are happening in the collective? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends, right? You know, do I have to throw on a mask? Do I feel like that's against, you know, all of those pieces? There is, there is a fine nuance there because if, you know, for example, vaccines become mandatory, that's a problem. I really, yes, agreed, 100%. And I really don't feel like that's ever going to happen. Do New York, while all this is going on, like they're getting close to making it mand- mandatory, really, really close. <sighs> and um, yeah, that and would, again, anything, this is the kicker, anything you give attention to grows. Yeah, and, and if you're fearful of it, mm-hmm. that's that's a powerful energy, right? Well, fear fear is what creates control. Exactly. So that's why there's so much fear up in the yeah. collective. It and gets why, you out of your sovereignty. You're uh-huh. giving up your power through fear. Yeah. And again, there's that fine nuance of, well, I do want to be educated. I want to understand what's happening. Like I've watched different videos and things as far as what's in this vaccine, which does not have, it has no, it's not non-human DNA in yeah. it, by the way. And it's an RNA vaccine, right. which is genetic material. Right. Yeah. Anyway, there's so many bizarre things that you're like, what are they doing here? You know, and again, that goes into the, the trying to really trying to continue to talk about monkeys, yeah. like treating us like we're monkeys and right. we're just in this laboratory and they're just out there trying to control what we do. And do and- you really see that happening though? Like they would have, ha- I don't know. They would have to apply so much force. This goes into the whole like um, force. Yeah. And like holding you down, kicking and screaming. Right. And then you'd have to have the police forces behind it actually enforcing it. And we're seeing that they're, they're kind of thinking all of this as a joke too, because, well, and then, I mean, that goes on a whole tangent that just my heart goes out to, because I know people that have personally been in the police, you know, police department, police force, and they sacrifice their lives. And yet the way that they've been targeted as a collective, instead of, hey, there's some bad seeds in this. Ooh, that's fascinating, though. Huge thing. If you think about that. Sorry, I totally cut you off. No, you didn't. Okay, so big picture, right? Timeline pieces. Um, one of my clients yesterday was telling me that the sheriff actually has more power than the governor because the the sheriff is the enforcer enforcer. of the Mm -hmm. law and he's an elected official, right? Yeah. So if we scroll back to, um, defund the police, Mm -hmm. the police 
who is controlled by the sheriff or led by the sheriff who has more control than the governor. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Right. And if that is way there's a lot of police officers that are like, I'm not, that's not constitutional. That is right. not in my job description. Mm-hmm. I will not take, a, that's not, that's not in what our country is about. I will not do that. You know what I mean? That's Especially when they're putting their lives on the line. Like, you know, when I look at my husband, for example, he's always felt such a desire to protect and serve his country. And then, you know, and he was in the military and then also police, police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of the people that do go into service like that, that they do have that such mm-hmm. in, an innate, innate, um, feeling of this responsibility to protect and serve, but right. what are you protecting? And if our constitutional rights are being stripped away and that's the reason why you're in doing what you're doing, yeah. you'd be like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. When we're starting to take away people's freedoms, that's what our constitution is based on. And here's what I've been curious about. So um, I kind of had to step back and I may have already mentioned this a few, probably a couple months ago, right before the elections. Um, I kind of had to step back with, Regardless, regardless of whoever wins this election, right? And it doesn't who, matter <laughs> who is in the best. Like, really, it's throwing it up to to different perspective, throwing it up to source, whatever, and going. All right, I'm trusting in whatever is unfolding because I know that the systems have to be dismantled. the The way that our world has been operating is asking to be dismantled. Mm-hmm. All of this 2020 has been bringing up all of the illusions up to the surface, mm-hmm. all the shadow up to the surface. Seeing how all the media, not all the media, 98 percent of the media is corrupt, mm-hmm. censorship, da 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 da, unravel, unravel. Mm-hmm. So whoever actually is going to be in service of destructing those systems, great. Let mm-hmm. him be, let him mm-hmm. be in. And I don't know yeah, for sure who that is. I, right. ha- you know, I have, I lean towards one over the other, but I'm also kind of just throwing that Trusting up. Trusting in the bigger flow. Going, okay, yeah. we're just going to watch this dismantle. Yeah. Here's my kicker. So our constitution, like if you go to the basis and the foundation of the constitution, we actually have not been living as a government according to that constitution because everything was, from what I understand, everything was actually created to be ran at the state level. It wasn't the way that it is now. It was more the state level. And we haven't been ran that way. No, And so it would be interesting to see is, A, our constitution still in service of where we're going as a collective and as as humanity and and as the planet, as the planet is literally moving into the whole, into Pallades, I believe. Isn't it moving into Pallades? I have no idea. I believe it is. Which the Pallades, by the way, this is fascinating. Okay. Hopefully everybody can follow all this. Um, the Pallades, by the way, are connected to shamans and the origination of the shamans in yeah. the land of Mu. Um, and the Pallades. M-U. M-U, yes. Yeah. Mu, Mu. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Pallades are the ones who left the magic box in Uluru that is supposed to be, there's a legend, um, not a legend, a prophecy in Australia of this, this, sacred mountain that's called Uluru that the Pallades left this magic box that on the solstice, the mm-hmm. solstice is all about the unified heart opening. The winter solstice, December 21st. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that when enough, when there's enough of a tipping point of people being able to come from the unified heart, which anyway, we can get into what that means. Um, it will turn on the machine and the machine actually helps. It's just the machine is technology from, you know, maybe in a more advanced society, but 
they just have more technology than we right, do. Right. That goes through the ley lines and helps in the ascension. I don't like the word ascension, but there's no other way really to the up leveling, the up the vibrate the bra- vibration of the planet increasing, mm-hmm. which would help humanity and would help to also continue to shake out the shadow. Right. Which is what's happening right, right. now. Um Anyway, I just find it fascinating some of these Pleiades, and actually I called in the Pleiades in the mm-hmm. in the directions. But going back to the whole foundation of the United States, which the whole world is watching, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, does this mean that our do we think that the Constitution actually in itself will be completely dismantled? And that's what I don't yeah. know. I, who knows? And um, did you follow all that? <laughs> Well, Amanda, I try to keep up with you. I didn't mean like that. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, sometimes my brain goes, and I'm like, oh, I sure hope that made sense. Totally. It totally made sense. And it's, I th- I love it. Like, I, this is I'm brain not candy. speaking, that, I'm not saying that you are not an intelligent <laughs> being because you are very much and far, far more intelligent than me in a lot of false, ways. False, false, false. Um, Yes. And that would support that we're moving from this third chakra to a fourth chakra, a unified mm-hmm. heart. And not even just the the fourth chakra, but the high heart, right? Mm-hmm. Which is even that more expanded identification with love, right? Not just an expression of it, but really identifying as love as source without that separation mm-hmm. from source. Yeah. Well, and I think that um, because we've kind of shifted a little bit into the high heart, that we negate a little bit the heart in general because they think they're all that's all connected. Sure. Yeah. And I I had a realization in a session that I was just facilitating um, a few days ago that it was important to to still open up the entire heart to fortify that space. And yeah, maybe the way that we're seeing is through the high heart, which is just a little bit, quote unquote, elevated. It's higher in the physical body. And actually, a lot of people have a little ridge where that high heart is. Um, and seeing from that perspective, mm-hmm. in the shamanism, there's a song, it's called a Sanku, Sanko Nawi and their eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's from the high, there's one that's mm-hmm. over the high heart and mm-hmm. the way that you vision and see and see the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the back of the heart. Mm-hmm. Like, is the back of our heart open to where we can receive? Because mm-hmm. there's some, there's some people that all they do is give, 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 right. and they don't feel like they can actually receive, right? Receive love. So there's, I feel like there's kind of three nuances in there. Like, yeah. can we, can we give love? Is our hearts open? Can we see from that high heart space of being able to see people and really their God selves? And then can the back of our hearts be open to, to receive. receive? Yeah. Yeah. When you're speaking of this, it makes me, it makes me, I am, I'm open to Christ consciousness. That's what um, it reminds me of is Christ yeah. consciousness, like this embodiment of a physical body, which I would call the heart chakra, mm-hmm. right? The, our experience of love, our um, expression of love, like you were saying. And then the high heart is the more universal aspect of who we are mm-hmm. and our connection to all things. And then, of course, you have to have the divine feminine, which is the re- receptivity, mm-hmm. right? So divine masculine mm-hmm. coming out the front, divine feminine receiving on the back of the body. Yeah. That's what's. That's the kind of what I'm seeing. The correlations, yeah, yeah. 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 And Christ consciousness, what a powerful energy, like to be mm-hmm. looking Holding at that. history, like Yahshua coming in and Mary Magdalene coming in, and this could be a culmination 
of really getting humanity to that energy of Christ consciousness. And when and for me, I think it's important to mention that I think some one of the pieces that gets misunderstood in spirituality and higher mind consciousness, I think we think that we shut off, like all of a sudden we don't have issues or we don't have problems or we don't have emotions, and that's completely false. Part mm-hmm. of what our human existence and and the reason why, in my belief, that we chose to be human was to feel. Mm-hmm. And um I had a big download for a book that I want to write that's mm. all around this, that it's really how can we utilize our emotions, our thought patterns, whatever it is that comes in as tools and resources of information that it's really trying to give us instead of being victim to it. Because I would say most of us at mm-hmm. m- throughout most of our life are victim mm-hmm. to, I feel irritable irritable today, or I'm pissy today, or I'm grumpy, or I'm angry, or I'm whatever. And then we allow that emotion to almost take us. Mm-hmm. And become victim to it mm-hmm. instead of why is this coming in? What can I, what is it, what is it asking for me to pay attention to, you yeah. know, and really utilizing it as a tool? It's similar to, I feel like it's really similar to when this just came up yesterday because we've been doing death rates and stuff in, in my shamanic, um, uh, training that I was just doing this last few days. Um, and you're working with spirits. And one of the aspects we were, I had brought up was, you know, five years ago, when I first stepped into um, practitioner training, I started having all these spirits coming to me. And it scared the crap out of me. Mm. And I was talking to my teacher, teacher at the time. And I'm like, Berta, I don't know why this is happening. And she was just explaining that there's some there, you know, like with any modality, some people are more attracted to certain aspects. And maybe one of the things that I'd have more of was people that were needing death rights that were needing help with crossing Mm -hmm. over. But I could close the door. So I'm like, I'm fucking closing that door. I can't, I can't, like, this is gonna, this is too much. Mm -hmm. So I closed the door. And then when I wanted, when I started reopening it, then I started kind of diving into, um, the different, and we've talked about this in the past, you know, the different things of how I can differentiate, differentiate, um, my skill sets. And one of the things that I started learning is spirits liked to communicate how they died. So I'd feel them come in and feel like I was drowning or feel super metallic because they died of cancer or I'd feel it in the lungs or I, I had um, one where he shot himself and I could feel. Wow. That's intense. Yeah, it is intense. And if you're not careful, it can actually get not careful is the wrong word. Mindful. You can almost get stuck in that emotion, that feeling. And instead of just recognizing it's just, it's a vehicle of communication. Yeah. They're wanting you to understand it. It's part of the communication. And then you move it out of your body and you go into, okay, all right, I got that. Now what's next? Mm -hmm. And I had a few things to wear, like my whole right arm went numb and I couldn't get it to like, it was for hours. And I'm like, oh my God, I cannot get this out. And it was, anyway, it was just part of my learning process. But again, it's like everything in our life is just, it's just information. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are information. Mm-hmm. The way we operate is information. Mm-hmm. We, we are actually mm-hmm. information. Yeah. We're in formation. For me, that's, yeah, yeah. we're source information mm-hmm. in a physical body. Yeah. Yeah. So Christ consciousness and Christ still had emotions. Oh, yeah. He still had his, do I really want to do this? Oh, he was very human. Yeah. That's the funniest thing when you look at the religion the re- the how would you even say it the religious representation of Jesus Christ was he was above it you know he was above it he was above oh you don't need to close that I won't close it all the way okay I like the sun in my eyes do you I do okay yeah I really do it feels good um hopefully it's like lighting up my pineal gland <laughs> yes 
Anyway, he wasn't above being human. Mm -mm. Like, I'm sure he was very human. And yet he could still bring in Christ consciousness. Like, he could still access his higher levels Mm -hmm. in his humanness. And to me, that's one of the really um, gross parts of religion is this natural man. It's unfortunate, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the natural man is Yeah, the natural man. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. it gives you a a way to hate yourself and judge yourself, which judgment always creates separation, Uh right? It just actually furthers that separation of us from source. And then it also ties us into this organization that you, you must rely on to get back to right. source. Hmm, yeah. Kind of brilliant. I know. And judgment throws us on the triangle. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Triangle of disempowerment. Yeah. Um, I, I started reading Arcturian anthology and, um, I don't know if you remember, but I, I know it's not just the Arcturians, but essentially it was ninth ninth dimensional um, beings chose to come down into the third dimension at the, mm-hmm. Cause, mm-hmm. because they ninth want... dimensional beings, meaning Yahshua and Mary Magdalene. Or Arcturians, yeah. Palladians. Yeah. Like you could, I mean, ninth dimensional beings are, kind, are a lot of different types of... And they have more of a light body than a physical body. The higher you go in the... Um, dimensions, you mm-hmm. become less and less matter. Dense. Yeah, mm-hmm. less and less form. Not maybe form is the wrong word, but just anyways, dense. It's yeah. density, right? Um, and so I don't know if you remember the book. It was talking about how, especially in the very beginning of, or in the earlier phases of the Earth being in in creation, they would come down into Homo sapiens, oh, yeah. yeah, to feel pleasure. Yeah. And they would get stuck if they stay too long. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was interesting that that's actually who the Anunnaki bred with. Yeah. Um, oh, and I sent you that one <laughs> as oh, a, so as a theory, as a theory, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, all of these things, like everything is who knows and who knows? it's information and it's interesting. And what do I choose to buy or believe in or buy into? Yeah. For the- me, it sparks truth right now and well, I may change my mind. Yeah, I, I remember laying on your massage table and we and started having this it. conversation <laughs> about we're all slaves and a slave race. And I'm like, fuck that. No, we're not. And everything in my body was like, that is bullshit. Yeah. There's no way somebody's controlling me. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so true. Wouldn't that be the most powerful way to enslave someone is to let them believe they were free? Uh-huh. In fact, Nathan and I were talking about this the other night. Um the illusion that you yeah, free. like America, the land of the free. And he goes, really, it's not freedom mm-hmm. because we get so tied into the system of debt and yeah, we're debt taxed. enslaves us. And well, really, when you're born, you're issued a social security card, which mm-hmm. is your identification, sla- <laughs> like your slave number. Yeah. <laughs> but we have we've been sold this illusion of freedom. And it's really not. It's not freedom because you're so tied into that monetary system to survive mm-hmm. and learning how to disengage from that and living mm-hmm. on free of the system would be true freedom. But yeah, we're not, we're just pawns. We have been, but that is what is shifting. And that's what I believe is up in the collective is yes. the, 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 whatever you want to call it that has been creating or continuing to create us and have us in slavery in some form or another, Mm -hmm. which includes our food, by the way, that's something that gets talked about and not talked about. It just depends on where you're wired. But 
you know, drinking diet sodas or sodas in general and eating Doritos and eating, yeah, the process, all of the fake crap. I mean, you go look into how aspartame was even passed by the FDA and it does not make any sense how it's, I mean, that right there is a whole conspiracy because the person that passed it in the FDA actually stepped down right after she passed it. And aspartame is known to create blinding migraines that block serotonin from getting to the brain. In autopsies, it has a white film that coats the brain, you know, and even anyway, we can get off on a whole tangent, but, um, back to the whole, that's what I believe is happening right now is this battle for our freedom that's Mm -hmm. happening in a very, in a, in a very strong, there's been a, I've been saying this whole year, it's a, there's a war going on behind the scenes that we don't see. It just doesn't look like what we have been conditioned to think war looks like. Right. Shooting, death, military. Right. And hopefully it doesn't get to that point. And, it, you know, that's still a possibility, unfortunately. But um, I know I had somebody send me a thing the other day of, send this around. This was from my friend who has a son in the military. And they are, I won't communicate what it was, but it was essentially kind of getting ready for war. And I'm like, I hope that's not true. And I don't want to continue. I'm not going to spread that around. Yeah, not feed into that. No. No. Again, where your attention goes, energy grows. And that was something that I was just like, come on. Plus, it's just another level of fear, spreading fear. Yeah. Yeah, And fear controls people. Mm -hmm. You know, I have this theory that um, even the election, it's just, it's a distraction. It's just another drama that's playing out and it's on purpose. Mm -hmm. It's on purpose. Mm And so we get we've to all choose. been, if you haven't yeah. been paying attention to this, there's no question. It doesn't matter what happens with the election. I'm just going to say that right now. It's just a distraction. It does not matter. It's not going to change a fucking thing. Well, we do have two trajectories that we're looking at. And so we'll either go down one path or we're going to go down another. So in or some we aspects, get rid of that. Complete, it does matter. We get rid of it. Like to me, the system that is putting out a two party system and mm-hmm. we're trying to choose between, I one yes, the other. President Trump has been in service. Yes, I have been a supporter of him. And I don't know that he's the end all be all, mm-hmm. you know, he's a part well, of this two-party You can't look at anybody system. as a savior. That's the no, kicker. No. There's nothing in here that's going to save us. Except the only ourselves. thing that can save us is ourselves. Yes. And, and that goes back yes. to that unified heart. And that goes back to your yes. own bubble. The more you raise your frequency, the more you you operate from that. What does it feel? How can I be in service to myself, my family, my community today? Yeah. And you operate from that space. You One of the practices that I've been doing more and more is going into, when I do my meditations, is... Um, feeling outside my body and going to those, that place of nothingness Mm -hmm. where all things are possible. Mm -hmm. That's a quantum field, right? Uh Yeah. 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 So that's, that's my point is it really doesn't matter what happens and we get to decide, am I going to buy into that illusion of mandatory vaccines, freedoms being taken away, or am I really going to start creating my own expression of life, my own expression of sovereignty, my own expression of my God energy of creation, Mm-hmm. That's to me, that's, it's a pivotal point. It's, and it's a choice. It's a choice and it's attunement. It's a, and you know what? Honestly, I love, I wanted to circle back to what you said earlier about receiving. We have to be open to receive mm-hmm. that space of nothingness, which is the divine feminine, right? All things. The creatrix. Yeah, the creatrix. Mm-hmm. We have to be willing to receive the ability um, of all possibilities, right? To be in that space. Oh, a pure creation. Well, and if you, it's, you know, for me, I think it's, 
I found myself, so this last, you know, I just stepped, yesterday was my last day of a six-day class, essentially, where you're really entrenched and immersed in this class. Um, and it was all about creation and really dreaming our world into being. And it's a beautiful direction. It's the East. It's all Eagle Medicine. And uh, one of the things that I found myself and still kind of sitting with a little bit is I feel like when I was the old version of me that has died, like we, I actually did a session and we did, we, we put her to rest mm-hmm. anyway. Um, that was CEO. This is how we're creating it. This is the vision. This is mm-hmm. how we're going to attack it. Da, 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 da. To now my Ananda version of myself, who's has all these downloads, gets inspiration all the time and kind of places them and like, okay, how do I want, do I want to take action on it or not? And part of what we learn is you move it through the chakra systems and if it resonates through all the chakras and if there's passion, purpose, and mm-hmm. it just lights you up mm-hmm. and then you get into like the literal physical of, okay, and logically, you know, how do, how does this move right. forward? How do I take action? Right. But here's my kicker that I've been sitting with. Inspiration and intimidation. Because we have inspiration that comes in. For example, I love teaching. I love it. It's something I've always seen. I've talked about this probably before. And yeah, I'm finding this this like hesitancy to actually creating my own class and moving forward with it. Mm-hmm. Is that because I'm intimidated by it and there's some fear there? Or is it because it's the wrong timing? And this is the thing that I'm sitting with right now with, and I've got some, some processes that I'm going to still move with. But um, when we're talking about receiving inspiration and, and knowing when to act, that I think is one of those pieces that I'm still weeding out in my own mm-hmm. um, processes, I mm-hmm. guess. So I see that as a dance between the divine feminine and divine masculine mm-hmm. and this idea of it can be easy, mm-hmm. right? And so if you're feeling resistance, you're feeling block instead of judging it, which keeps you separate from it, wait until it feels easy. And if it's not ever feeling easy, that's not the path, right? So the inspired intuition that comes in creates that opening for flow and an, a path of ease for then the masculine to go out and start making mm-hmm. it happen, not making it happen, creating. Yeah. And there's a little nuance in there for me of, I know some of my resistance is um, fear of being seen in the complete Ananda version of myself. Sure. sure. Um, so there, I know, and that's kind of some of the hesitation and that's some of the pieces I've been working at. So I guess it does get to a point to where when you know you've cleared all the fear aspects or the resistance that you're feeling because we're human and we have our emotions. Yeah. When you clear all that and you know that it's clear, then it's okay. Show me when and if I should take action on it. But that is something that I've been sitting with a little bit of, you know, and I think a lot of us are wired the same. I have I have so many ideas that come in all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got two books that I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be really cool. And do I want to sit and be writing right now? Mm-hmm. And no, that's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather be teaching. I'd rather I've got a mentorship program I really want to start. And well, that's know. where the excitement is, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where the energy is. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, which one do I want to take action on? And yeah. anyway, so that's been something that's been percolating around in my brain. Well, and I, like when you're speaking this, I see you standing there in that quantum field and there's all of these possibilities and mm-hmm. any one of them are beautiful creative paths, right? And it's which one is going to ignite you, like you said, yeah. bring up your passion, your excitement. So the resistance not even there. It's not even there. And if it comes in, you go, oh yeah, I know you friend. 
and I'm not choosing that anymore. You I know? will still have some sessions that I'm like, oh, maybe I'm going to cancel because there's that, mm-hmm. can I can I really do this? And then I don't. I've learned my to do it. my nuances yeah. enough to know, go stop it. Yeah. You're fine. You're actually quite, you know, you can facilitate a beautiful session and then yeah. I go into it and it is a stunning session and, yeah. and very helpful and um, I had a realization yesterday and I got really emotional about it of, you know, this, this journey for me that I started five years ago that I stepped out of because there was this sense of when you're a shaman and you're doing sessions, I mean, you're doing anything from healing chakras to healing major trauma that's held in the body, like mm-hmm. ridiculous trauma to even doing death rites mm-hmm. to, I mean, you're across the dimensional. Yeah. yeah. You're across the gamut. Yeah. And in some aspects, and I can get caught up in this a little bit of, oh my God, this is holding like, there's a lot of responsibility in this space. And what if I fuck up, you know? And and so I just had this, this, and that's partly why I stepped out five years ago of, I don't know that I can do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, yesterday just had this pretty, you know, emotional kind of experience of, I did do this and it's finished and I'm, I am stepping into this and it's an extremely sweet, beautiful, energizing, revitalizing mm-hmm. space of mm-hmm. being able to be in service with my skill sets and now the knowledge and the container that I hold to people to find their own healing and mm-hmm. have a more fulfilled, beautiful, beautiful life. And mm-hmm. anyway, I think the thing that's helped me the most with that in my, um, work with both myself and with clients is to get the fuck out of my own way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and take myself (laughs) out of it. I just become Mm -hmm. a conduit for spirit. I become a conduit for, um, my higher self. Mm -hmm. I become a conduit to facilitate their process. And I, it's not me. Like I'm just holding space for this to come through me. Oh yeah. When I go into session, there's no problem with that. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, all right, absolutely. you go to shaman seeing state, you're in total and it is a total surrender piece, but it's the mental beforehand. Of- yeah. Yeah. That's when I started teaching yoga, like, I don't know, 14, 14 years ago. Um, I really struggled. Same thing. Cause I was always second guessing. I was in the saboteur. I was in like all yeah. those archetypes. And then it was when I finally just went, I'll get the fuck out of your own way right. and let it come through. That's when my classes changed. Yeah. And that right there is powerful. Just get out of your own way. Yeah. Get and I way. mean, and honoring it too, right? Um, in the psychosomatic course um, that I did with Christy Foster, some powerful language is honoring it by saying in the past, this was my pattern and mm-hmm. now I'm choosing this, right? Yeah. I see that that has been a part of my path. That's been a part of who I've been and I'm not choosing it. It takes it from an unconscious pattern of yes, I'm that's what I was doing is, yeah. and that's okay mm-hmm. to now I am powerfully choosing to be this, you mm-hmm. know? And that reminds me a lot of Joe Dispenza's work, mm-hmm. right? Of um, overcoming ourselves. Brain like, mapping. Re- yeah, reprogramming yeah. on a conscious level. Man, the brain stuff fascinates me. I was thinking about that again this morning. I'm like, I think I'm going to dive more into that and bring that more into my practice because like exactly with what you just said and especially with how me personally I'm wired, mm-hmm. the energetics are fucking amazing mm-hmm. and they are powerful. Powerful. And then there's the brain piece mm-hmm. and really infusing the two of those together of, um, yeah, just those powerful statements. You know, one of the most powerful statements that I feel like I've received from session with, with Christy that I use often and I've actually 
um, had other people use it in their session is nothing and no one has power over me. Mm-hmm. And Which with, is a sovereign yeah. archetype, right? Oh, well, and with everything that we're talking about too, with, you know, if you're listening and you're like, well, geez, I'm, I am feeling caught in this and I do have fear, pull in all your circuits of energy. Cause that's the one, that's one of the quickest ways. And it does take practice, mm-hmm. but usually our circuits of energy are actually kind of ours when I talk about our circuits of energy you can almost imagine it like these little filaments that are coming off of our our body and it's actually our energetic anatomy that go out and hook into these different things so if you're on social media and you're by you're having fear with whatever it is you're hooked in yeah so yeah. and pull, you're allowing that frequency to yeah, attune with you're your attached. frequency you're yeah. growing that actually yeah. and that thing that's how yeah. That's why where your atten- where your attention goes, energy grows. Yeah. Um, so pulling in when you're starting to feel fear, when you're starting to feel anxiety, when you're starting to feel overwhelmed, pull in your your light body. Pull in all the circuits of energy that you have, known mm-hmm. and unknown, mm-hmm. and just imagining all these light filaments coming back into your body, to your bubble. Yeah, and then sending out anything that's not yours. Again, known and unknown. You don't have to know where it is. Mm-hmm. You can just imagine. Our imagination is extremely powerful Mm -hmm. send it out um and then if nothing and no one has power over me yeah nothing and no one has power over me yeah even my past self my past behaviors the way i am choosing to rebirth myself i'm dis i'm discon i'm pulling my circuits of energy from my past self from that momentum tunnel of what was me that is no longer me yeah that's why i feel language is so powerful because language is a vibrational frequency Mm -hmm. that is creating our experience and um i don't i haven't experienced this personally but i've been very curious like an alcoholics anonymous um for once you go through that program forevermore you define yourself as an alcoholic i am valerie and i'm an alcoholic Uh i mean that's not a true statement but that's how you identify and i i've never understood that you know for me you're you're keeping yourself tied to this past wounding like this past behavior this past and i understand like it's important to honor where we've been Mm -hmm. but we can let it die and we can rebirth ourselves I would imagine that the kicker, and I feel like I had, I just recently had a conversation about this with someone. I think the kicker is, is one, you like in order, it's that reframing, right? Yeah. Like acknowledging I have a problem. Yeah. Acknowledging this is, this is part of what I'm trying to better in myself so that I'm not a a victim to this, Mm -hmm. to alcohol. Mm -hmm. And until that really is a death, until that's no longer part of your identification, Mm -hmm. then I I could see that there is a point to where it's like, this isn't what I'm carrying any longer. And then that's, there, we did death rates on aspects, which was fascinating. There are aspects of ourself when Mm -hmm. we have a part in our life that Mm -hmm. is no longer part of how we identify. Mm -hmm. Um, you can do death rites on that mm-hmm. aspect and mm-hmm. send it off and yeah. do the essential and then bring in a new yeah. a new part of your soul. Yeah. And it was fascinating to see yeah. as it popped, it would kind of pop up and then you'd send it off. And so I would imagine that like it serves a purpose until a certain point. But tell, even then it's still, I am is your creative God language. Well, I would imagine that when it dies, you are no longer, I am an alcoholic. And this is fascinating. Was, why are you, no, my question is, why are you feeding it with I am? Because you have to, there has to be that acknowledgement piece. But well, anybody okay. who. Okay. I, I would just say in the past, I was, 
And yeah. now I am clean and sober. I am empowered in my body, yeah. whatever. Like to me, that would be more supportive language. I think this is one of those things that never say never. Who knows? I know. And I've and never experienced it. So when I'm kind I, of being an asshole. Um, not being an asshole. I think it's just coming from, you know, somebody who has experienced would have a way different ex- sure. perspective. Yeah, for sure. But um, one of the I things. I am curious about it. Yeah. One Sorry. of the things that I would think interesting is um, one of the women in our group shared, and she's a recovering whatever. I don't want to share her story, but she shared that the guy who came up with all the steps for like AA and mm-hmm. recovery mm-hmm. was on psilocybin. Oh, when he received see. the download, <laughs> yeah. She and she goes, it never gets talked about because it seems like an irony, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But psilocybin is such a but not like, in that world. It's not. Until you get to a certain point, depends on the it's holding. It's such a powerful tool for healing. Uh-huh. But w- you do get into the, there's a lot of people that just lump all drugs, all whatever. Well, yeah. as, Thanks, Reagan's. Uh, yeah. Coping mechanism as a way of escaping. And anyway, but I mm. thought that was, I had no idea. And she yeah. just shared that. I'm like, oh my gosh. She's like, of course, it makes total sense. Of course he was on something and on a, That's you know. opening his uh-huh. brain to a higher experience. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Isn't yeah. It? Look at me talking to something I have no experience with. Well, I think it is. I mean, it is interesting to question and wonder. And I'm curious um, about that because it's powerful language. When we say I am, well, that we could, are tapping into mm-hmm. that creative matrix. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, even anybody who has, I have depression. I am bipolar. I am schizophrenic. I am like you go through the I am gamut. sad. Yeah. 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 I'm well, tired. I am sad. I, I think know. it's. Emotions are a state of being unless we're identifying with them, right? So they're transitory unless we are identifying with them. The I am, I mean, I can speak to the I am bipolar and carrying that for quite a while. Yeah. I was definitely a victim to it. I definitely, um, I danced on the triangle with myself around that for sure, because I'd be victim to it. Then I'd rescue myself when I would fall into my depressions. Then I'd be the perpetrator of myself with, well, I have bipolar, so actually I'm not going to do that. Or I would use it as an excuse to get out of shit. Right. It was like, it was definitely disempowering. It was definitely not being in my sovereign self. And yet there are instances, and I've witnessed this personally, um, with another someone else that I know and love that really does have bipolar, like she needed medication. Mm-hmm. She needed to be on certain mm-hmm. things. And she, that is a part of her that she, she has learned how to deal, you know, it's just work integrate with, and work yeah. with. Yeah. Um, but I, for me personally, like there was an identification piece that was disempowering for a long time. For sure. And it was also a way for my husband at the time to disempower, disempower me. You. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Never take me serious. Which um, is a reflection of probably, and I say this with all the love in my heart, you held yourself, right? Oh, well, I That's was. That's why he was your partner. Well, there was a few, yes, there was a Until few different things. Until I'm, you didn't. I mean, I told. I think I've told you when I we were engaged, my mom sat him down and said, are you sure you want to marry her? You know she has bipolar. Right. And with you his sure personality you do that, that, he's like, hell yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> now I can use this for my. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho. I know. <laughs> what has been the main theme of what we have talked about? Well, Creation, I was going to say, when we sat down, we were heart. like, what are we going to talk about? And I don't think we've shut up for, what, four to five minutes? Four to seven. Yeah, look at us. That's what's so fun about our friendship. I know. Do, yeah. do, 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 do. <laughs> anyway, well, huh? 
I was gonna say it feels like a good spot. Yeah, it to, feels like a good wrap up. Yeah. Hope you have a good Thanksgiving. And what's our ask? I don't know. I think that we whole, haven't really been doing asks lately. And we I'm, did I'm last okay. time. You were like, "That's a tell." Yeah, it wasn't an ask. But I do. I thought pulling practice pulling in your your circuits of light, your conduit, your circuits of energy. Practice pulling that in. Pull it in in the morning. Pull it in at night when you're feeling overwhelmed. Just practice, practice, practice. That is something that, as even on the collective, is mm-hmm. powerful. Because the mm-hmm. more of us that do that, mm-hmm. the more we're unhooking from all of those whatever places, mm-hmm. and the less power it feeds it. So, and I would take it one step further. Once you do that, you get into your own space. Ask yourself, does this feel true in my body? Does what feel what, true? Whatever's happening. Oh, if you're feeling like overwhelmed, yeah. Or whatever anxiety, does this feel true in my body? Or like, why is it coming? Why am I feeling this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what, what is am it? I asking to learn from? Yeah, this? what? Like wh- that's empowerment to me, and that is a healthy relationship with third chakra. Yeah, and what is it? Why is it showing up? What is it asking to show? Teach me. What mm-hmm. am I asking to learn right now? Mm-hmm. How is this in service? How's this in service? Yeah. How am I creating this? Mm-hmm. That's powerful. And that's still in service. Right. How are you the ultimate creator of your life? Because I that's my I belief. Am that that's I my am. truth. Mm-hmm. Right? I am. It's that the I most am. powerful creative sentence. But that's the, what words. that I am that I am is. I am a creator. I am that I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the things. <laughs> well, have a beautiful Thursday. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today and spending some of your valuable time with us. We hope there was something that you gained in your awareness that you can now share into the world. Remember, you are a divine creator. So what are you creating today? Come check us out on Instagram, Finding Oneness in Duality. We'd love to hear your feedback. We would just love to hear from you. Please feel free to come check us out. Relationships are two-sided, so come be the other side. Finding.oneness dot in dot do <laughs> it's too long <laughs> thank you so okay you gotta stop laughing <laughs> oh you even got it okay you okay. had to pull that in <laughs> <laughs> laughter is good for the soul all right squirrel <laughs> okay <laughs>